Hey everyone, this is Three Questions with Naomi Tolan. All right, like one of my favorite questions I'm asking guests is that, you know, what is your theme song? And I love this one. And I didn't know this is actually an Earth, Wind, and Fire song. <laughs> That's, I didn't know that was called in September. Well, it's got my birthday on it. That's why I love it. It's quite an ego thing with me. It's like my birthday is 21st of September, so I just love it. That's a good one. I like it. I actually, when you said it, I was like, Green Day? That's <laughs> like, wake me up with September ends. That's kind of sad. <laughs> That's not my fault. Okay, so we're doing three questions. And Naomi, it is, you're, in, uh, you're in Japan right now, right? It's uh, Friday night when we're recording this. It's 8.30 in the morning there. So the three questions, right? First question is, um, like in your experience, and I know that you're a great educator uh, and lots of people, I know you've connected with a lot of people, but I'm sure somewhere along the way you've inspired by a teacher, right? So who's a teacher that inspired you and why? This is a really tough question. There's my teachers around the world and all different reasons, but I think one of the people really popped into my head is a person called Anita, Anita Unka, um, from Stonefield school. And I just, she really inspires me because one, she's an amazing educator, but also she's a, a parent as well. And for me, I really am all about balance. How can we find that balance? How can we strive for more, but also look after ourselves? And she is the pinnacle of that. Like, I really loved the conversation she had with me about prioritizing herself as well as prioritizing learners, prioritizing her kids as well as look after their, having her own identity. Mm -hmm. And she was still on a journey with that, but her just sharing her experiences with finding herself. I love that. And I think that that's something that I try to do, but she really emulated that in that, in that sense that she was, she was a leader in our school as well as a teacher, as well as a parent. And I think mm -hmm. for me, that just, that can be very, very overwhelming. I think it seems it could be, but she just took everything with a fun attitude. And I yeah. love that. I love like that kind of, it did get tricky sometimes for her and we shared that and we had those vulnerable moments, but mm -hmm. she always said, and what are we going to do about it? And know what's that, what, and had that fun attitude. And that's what, yeah, that's really something I really keep in my mind whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed. It's like, well, I needed, what's the need to do with that? And how did she approach that approach those different things? So, and that, yeah. That's such a good point. And like, I, I know that I've kind of struggled with that in the sense that like, I really believe I, like I want the teachers I want to work with that teaching is not just a career to them. It's a passion, but it shouldn't be all consuming either. Right? Like it's like, I'm passionate about things that don't take up my, my entire day and don't just define me in that one space. And I think that the other part of this too, and I think a lot of people miss this out or miss out on this is that you actually will connect with better with kids when they see you as like a, a person that is a teacher, not a teacher that just happens to be a person. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's why I, whenever you're training, you always you hear a lot of times that leave your problems at the door. And I think we talked about this in our conversation, like way back. Mm -hmm. And we talked about bringing that vulnerability in, but also just like being a human. I think that sometimes we can forget that we're all humans and right. just like, what do we actually need? What do we, what, what who are we as a person? And that, I love that. that. That's why she really stands out to me because she just bees herself. And I think she doesn't even know, she would be very shocked probably that I bring her up in this. Like she's very yeah. humble as well. Like she doesn't put herself out and be like, look at me. She just gets on with it. And I really like the attitude of just getting on with it as well. Yeah. Like just kind of 
obviously sharing and we have to like be empathetic toward each other but I just I yeah I just love her approach to life and I think um, that's really great love it okay so you get to I'm gonna let you say it so you gotta say shout out to her okay you gotta say a shout out to her name do it <laughs> okay shout out to Anita Anka you're amazing okay next one administrator right okay so you um you you've had a lot of different administrators i think you've worked in like different countries too right so so. you have a a a breadth of experience you know with different administrators so like who's like an administrator that sticks out to you when i ask that question and and why again it's really hard to pick just one because i have had amazing people across all across the board but I think for me, my in my last job, um, Sarah Martin, who was our our head of head of school, and she just really stands out because again, the humanity. Like she shared her experiences. It wasn't like the the door was always open. Is like something that people say, but sometimes it's not mm-hmm. what they actually walk. And um and I really did feel like anytime I was going through something or anything that I wanted to share. I, I kind of had the idea growing up in school that the principal was someone you didn't really approach or like you didn't really have that open door policy. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I came there, I was like, oh, I have a problem, but I don't know how to say it or I don't know how to approach it. But over those years I was with her, I literally was able to be like, this is what I think. And it wasn't a problem. It was more like a conversation. It, I, I came from, I changed my mind from I have a problem to this is just something that's going on with me that I think maybe might help the school or maybe might help like help myself going forward as well. And so then we had conversations about stuff rather than I agree, she disagrees or she disagrees and I agree. It was more just an open conversation. And I really, really valued that as a staff member. And it taught me really valuable lessons if I was going to be a leader in the future, how I would like to approach those conversations as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's that, that really powerful elements of people. Cause I, I'm not like, I know the open door thing. Like my door is always open. And sometimes I say to myself like, Hey, my door is always open except for when it's closed. Cause I'm actually having to do something at that time, but it's not just about like a physically open your door, but being approachable, someone that, you know, you can count on and you can have conversations to. Right. So a lot of those conversations that I had as administrator didn't necessarily have my office, but they, you know, happen outside the building or they happened, uh, you know, in, in the hallway. And I think that to me, the, the, the disconnect for some people is that, you know, like, that's not really my job. Like, like I gotta run the school and I'm like, but if people know that you're personally invested in them, they, that makes your job better. Like you will be better at your job in that process. Right. So I think it goes back to the culture again. Like I think that trust, that speed of trust that we talked about so Mm -hmm. many times in different conversations, I think for me personally, that just built my trust over and over and again, that I felt that I could speak to her if it was something that was going, especially being away from home. I think being away from home, you kind of value yeah. being in a school and that, that kind of is your little bit of life, a little bit of yeah. connection. Like and whenever I was leaving, there was tears in that school because I actually genuinely felt connected mm. to all those different people. And again, yeah, that speed of trust was just there for me completely because of those interactions too. So yeah. All right, do it. Shout out. Say it. <laughs> Okay, shout out to Sarah Martin. <laughs> that was like the first sound I wanted to put on the air horn, just to do shout outs. I love it. I had to do the air horn. Okay, so last question. Uh, who is like, uh, so you're, you're looking back at your teaching career and how long have you been teaching? Like how long have you been in education? It's my seventh year. Seventh year. Okay, so seventh year, even seven years, right? 
you're not even a decade in, but I guarantee you, you still got stuff that you wish you could have done over your first year. So like when you look back and you think about your first year, like what advice would you give yourself? Oh my gosh. I've literally thought about this so many times. Like, it's like <laughs> my first year, my first year was literally, I was a mess. I was an actual, I was probably virgin on a bit of crazy. Like, like my partner would probably be like, virgin, you were, you were crazy. <laughs> this, this, crazy. I got it. I got the perfect sound for you. They ask you how you are. You just have to say that you're fine. When you're not really fine. <laughs> you just can't get into it because they would never. Yeah. That's like the perfect sound for that one. It is. Like, do you like just know them all in your head? No, you've practiced them that much. You're just like, I know. I just got them. I just got them. It's like the podcast <laughs> DJ. I'm oh, sorry. I had to throw in that sound because I'm like, oh, that's like perfect for this one. But to like fine when you're not okay. But um, that's that actually sums it up. Yeah. Saying that you're just being okay with not being okay. Like I know people say that. I know people like that's like another quote that people throw out there. But mm -hmm. and I don't know if I could actually have done it. You know, like I don't think part of me wouldn't change my first year, even though it was the mm -hmm. way it was. It's completely put me on the path that I am on now. Like complete, like it's completely influenced every single thing that's happened to me because of it, and. I would look back and I would just say to myself, just be kind, be mm -hmm. kind to yourself. Like I was so in my own head and just attacking, like people outside of me weren't even attacking me as mm -hmm. much as what I was attacking myself. And I think that's why I'm, I'm, I'm interested in empathy and interested in being kind to each other, but also being kind to ourselves. And that's what, that's the big thing I would say to myself is just take a step back. Is it really going to be the end of the world tomorrow? If that doesn't happen, is it going to be the end of the world if this does happen and it really isn't. So I think just being, being kind to myself, not being so, not being my own worst enemy. And I think that comes with life as well as teaching. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the, the element that I try to get people to think about is that like, be the friend you are to others to yourself. And I think we're like terrible at that, right? We give our best advice other to other people. And so I think that is something we have to connect with because it does, and it doesn't mean that you don't have areas to grow in either. Right. Like that, I think that's, it's not saying like, Oh no, no, no. I'm like, I'm perfect the way I am. It's like, well, I'm not saying that. Right. It's, but it's like, you're, you also like, it's good to have expectations, but you know, you need to, to kind of grow. Right. But I think, I think it is tricky. Your first year, like you're just, I, I was also 21. Mm -hmm. I started my first year 21 so I was a baby like I was mm -hmm. I, well I'm still I'm still a baby now in my in, right. in a lot of senses but I was especially just turning into 21 I don't think I even could have been do you know like I was just just still growing in that area too yeah. so it's just being kind to yourself I wish I could go back and say to myself but I don't even know if I could have accessed that at that time so it's yeah it's 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 all those different things. Well, it's interesting because you're, so I'm assuming that you're 28 now because you said seven yeah. years ago, right? And so when you look at that, I guarantee you seven years from now, if I said, hey, what advice would you give yourself as 28? You'll still have that too, right? All right. So, hey, thanks for being on three questions. Instead of playing my outro music, because like we're recording this Saturday morning, but where I am. It's Friday, Friday. Yeah, that's an awesome song. Don't pretend everyone listening that you don't love that song. It happens all the time. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you soon.